You are listening to episode 35 of Podcast Sentai Power Ninja. This episode of Drugs and Denim. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 35th episode of Podcast Under Power Rangers. I'm Naim Sadiqa, but you may know me better on these here internets as Kuhan, and I'm joined, as always, by my, uh, I don't know, avatar something, Colton Clayton. How's it going, Colton? It feels pretty good for our 35th anniversary. Yeah, that's right. If only the 35th episode had happened during Gokaider, which, logically, it should have. Uh, <laughs> it was supposed to. It's a weekly show, and we did not start more than 20 weeks into Gokaider, but, um... You know what? It tells you something that we st- we're actually closer to a uh, 35th episode of Go- of Go Busters. Wow, yeah, we kind of are. We're um, way closer. We're in the 20s of Go Busters. So, so yeah, episode 35 of Podcast of Power Rangers. Next episode is 36. Then we catch up with Sentai. Oh, then we start to go faster than Sentai. Actually, cause... by the time we get episode 37, it'll be on the 38th Sentai. Because... <laughs> <laughs> um that's so we're we're just that that sounds like a good idea we'll just, we'll just start releasing yearly from now on let's just w- review the entire series in one like five hour episode i feel like that's gonna happen eventually is like we're gonna be like we're just not gonna have time to do anything we're just gonna be like let's just start reviewing ser- series as a, as a whole well, um, that was, we won't have time because we end up doing like 67 podcasts yeah yeah right yeah because we we already have a bunch of each uh, speaking of which, D-Cups should come out soon. Um, well, I, I, I'm always for D-Cups coming out to the public. Colton, what have you, uh, what have you been up to? Oh, you know, just enjoying the Lime Life, getting some reading done. The you know, Lime Life? Is that, a, is that a term? I'm watching even more, uh, Geeky Ranger, and by more I mean one or two episodes since the last time I said it. I'm going very slow so you can watch Magic Ranger. How's that going, by the way? I watched two episodes today. Oh, cool. How far are you? Uh, well, where was I? I was at 15 last time, so I'm at 17 now. Math. You still haven't gotten to the Sixth Ranger. I'll be there soon. He, well, speaking of, uh, just the point, it takes ridiculously long to get to Magishine. Yeah, it's episode 20, you said, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's long for a Sixth Ranger. Uh, so yeah, so we'll do Magi Ranger soon. Magi Ranger, see, the thing, the thing about, uh, Magi, I don't know, I don't know why Bokenger and Go, Go Ranger were just so much easier to get through than, than Magi Ranger is. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe you're just, more... maybe, maybe you're just very into pairing the main rangers and this is kind of awkward for the season. <laughs> That's not true. I don't have any pairings for, for Go Ranger. Magi, Magi Blue Pink, Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe then I just have to wait for uh, for Majishan to show up, so then I can just do the one official pairing. <laughs> the one official pairing. Oh, but then you know, then they want to do a, fr- a they want to get into the group action, and then the <laughs> and then the sister and mom come in. So hey, uh, let's uh, and <laughs> awkwardness aside, uh, let's talk about Tukpsentai. <laughs> Speaking of Maji Ranger, no, hold on, wait, no, we have news. I forgot. It's time for the news. <laughs> Hey, 
Okay, guys, it's time for the news, and we don't have a lot of news this time. Uh, first of all, I want to mention uh, Forze is ending at episode 48. Uh, uh, I assume because of, because of Olympic coverage, there was more weeks off than usual. Yeah, appar- apparently the Olympics are more important than Kamen Rider. Who would have thunk it? Exactly. Uh, so yeah, Forza is ending at 48, which is uh, kind of short. Kind of. It's not the worst. I mean, Kamen Rider has had far shorter. I mean, just look at Kamen Rider Amazon with its, like, 26 episodes. Well, then there was Decade, which is the most recent example of a short short series. Um, yeah, so Forza is ending at 48. Uh, I don't care. I guess it'll get closer to Wizard. Uh, Wizard! Wizard. Next um, That'll probably be like uh, late August, early September. I, I don't. What are we at right now? Like 40, 44 was the latest episode. So yes, something next like week. That. Next week, nothing. Then forty five, forty six, forty seven, forty eight. Yeah. So September. So yeah, September. Yeah, yeah. That's right. I remember that was like September 9th or something like that. And you'll join us this time to watch it. Maybe. And you'll have, uh, and you'll have an advantage of it. it's coming out once a week, so it's a lot easier to not fall behind. <laughs> well, I mean, it wasn't. It, I fell behind on Forza, and it well, did, was also did, coming well, out once you, a week. But didn't you uh, watch it late? No, I was. I was watching Forza as it as I watched episode one of Forza when it came out. <laughs> I just got. Nothing. I just like fell behind on like after like two or three. I just fell behind, and then I watched up to eight. How hard and is it I fell to watch one again. episode a week? It happens. So, um, so yeah, it's Forza. Uh, another bit of news. Well, I guess since, since you like Magic Ranger, maybe you like Wizard. Yeah, another bit of news I, I wanted to we wanted to talk about is uh, casting news for uh, for Power Rangers Megaforce. Uh, Sierra Hanna, I believe, was her name. C i a r a h a n n a. Sierra Hanna has been she is heavily dropping hints that she's been cast as um, as the the yellow Megaforce Ranger uh, to the point where she she was. You know, she was definitely auditioning, and then she said, hey, big news, got a role, and also changed her Twitter background to yellow and her photo to a picture of her wearing yellow. So... I wonder what she's trying to tell us. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's casting news. Um, I, I, bet, I bet the Rangers were thinking the same thing. It's like, why is Tommy wearing white all of a sudden? And <laughs> now he's gone. Where'd he go? Who's this white Ranger? Our, uh, our, our buddy Anthony Gecky Knight on Twitter was... Um, was a little bit uh, a little bit annoyed that she would be the I believe was it fourth or fifth blonde yellow ranger. It feels like there should be even more than that. Because well, in a row, in a row. Sorry, not not total in a row. Because before her would be uh, Emily, who was blonde. Before her would be Summer, who's blonde. Before her would be uh, I don't know what her name is in Jungle Fury. Anna Hutchin, Anna Hutchison. I forget the act, the character's name. Who is blonde? Before her was Ronnie, who was blonde. Uh, it was before Overdrive. Before Overdrive was Mystic Force. There we go. That yeah, Yellow Ranger was a dude. So was he blonde he was though? A, he was a ginger. Yeah. Uh, the Blue Ranger and had black hair. I don't think there was actually, actually there was not a single blonde person in that season. I don't think. You, I think you, actually, you know what they should do when they get to the Go Busters era stuff? They should bring back the uh, Yellow Ranger from Mystic Force to play uh, the Gold Ranger. <laughs> Because, uh, because why not? Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, he he was also the Sentinel Knight in uh, Overdrive. <laughs> so see, he uses his Sentinel Knight powers to make himself into a new ranger. Um, 
by the way, uh, there were there were blonde people in Mystic Force, just not none of the Rangers were. Uh, so so yeah, so that's casting news. Sierra Hannah, she hasn't done much. I think she played like uh, attractive cheerleader in some movie or something. Uh, she's you know she's, a, she's pretty small time. But uh, what do you expect from 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 Power Rangers, right? I expect models who can just act just barely enough for a kid show. Right. You expect Najee Dutiage. Uh, no one expected Najee Dutiage. <laughs> Nobody expects the Najee. Um, all right. And our final piece of news, uh, also not Power Rangers or Sentai related. I mean, tangentially, I guess, uh, in that, in that, I guess there was a crossover and also Kenji Oba was two different Sentai heroes. Uh, yeah, it's New Gavin. More is, is there's going to be a new Gavin movie coming out uh, October, I believe it was, uh, and and it's not it's not just a new Gav like I guess the the mantle of Gavin gets passed down to a to a new hero, uh, and so it's going to be there's going to be a new Gavin, and also the old Gavin is going to appear, and it's they're going to both transform together and fight together, uh, I, I believe, and so uh, there's going to be two Gavins, and then. I assume this is intended to be like a backdoor pilot into a new a new Gavin series. It sounds like it. Uh, pro- possibly, I guess, reviving the Metal Heroes. I think it's like the because because I guess yeah because because uh, Gokai Drivers Gavin was the uh, the 30th anniversary of the Metal Hero series, right? So I guess yeah, they, st- they started around let's... the time of like the fifth, sixth uh, Sentai. Right. It was it was the 40th anniversary of Comrade, the 35th anniversary of Super Sentai, and the 30th anniversary of the Metal Heroes. What was it? The 25th anniversary of? Um. I don't. I don't know. I'm sure Toei did something five years after that, and then Toei did something five years after that. It was. It was like the 27th anniversary of Dragon Ball, but that's what I'm noticing though. Toei seems to like making everything within five years. It's like just do these massive anniversary years. Uh. So. So yeah. So. So maybe. So I guess that might be why they're bringing do another Gavin movie. And uh, I don't. I'd be. Uh-huh. I'd be excited to see I, another I, Gavin. I, I think I figured it out. 40, the next, the next, in in like five years, whatever, it's going to be uh, 45th anniversary of Comrade, 40th of Sentai, 35th of Metal Heroes, and then it's going to do Comrade versus Super Sentai versus Metal Heroes. Bring everyone back and like hire every stu- suit actor in Japan, plus import some from foreign countries. <laughs> everyone in Japan, just know every hu- every person, <laughs> every in human Japan. in Japan in a costume, and, ad- and in fact a few monkeys as well. Every adult in Japan is going to be in that movie. <laughs> every adult, every child, every humanoid. In fact, there are going to be a few, a few people, a few people that are just a few uh, like stick figures that are just uh, propped up. They're going to paint on uh, some cardboard. Just have them stand so, in yeah, the background. So, 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 Colton, are you are you excited to, to possibly see a new Gavin series? I actually would be, but I, I got to say, I know maybe this isn't the Japan thing to do or the kid thing to do, but give me old man Gavin running around for another fifty episodes. I would like that. Just I mean, the Kinjioba show. <laughs> and in fact, ha, just have all three characters that Kinjioba played in, in the new movie just all together, working together on one team. I think I think it'd be super cool if, if, if Oba definitely like appeared as a recurring character in, in this series. Maybe not as Gavin anymore, because you know, kids don't care to see an old dude as Gavin. But you know, and but I don't think he's doing a lot otherwise, so maybe just you know, he's there as he's old Gavin, he's still he's still showing up, he's mentoring the new Gavin. And then maybe he, he can play the uh, second rider role, kind of. <laughs> and then maybe maybe he I don't know like dies at the end of the season, and then and then like I something Shider, that's a thing, right? There, there were three metal heroes. <laughs> well, no, there were more than three metal heroes. There were three space sheriffs. Yeah, space sheriffs. Damn it. Yeah. So um. Damn. 
So that's uh, that's that's the new Gavin movie. Uh, I'll I'm hoping it's a backdoor pilot into a new season of, of Ga- a new series of Gavin, uh, possibly a revival of the Metal Hero series. Maybe we'll see more B Fighter. Maybe that'll be cool. More more B Fighter, and then and then Saban will be like Big Bad Beetleborg season three. Well, if they're doing Gavin, they might as well do new VR Troopers. Uh, yeah, that could, that could happen too. But VR Troopers didn't do quite as well as Beetleborgs, did it? Heck, in, in fact, when they get to when they get to Super Mega Force, just adapt the versus Gavin movie into uh into uh, Power Rangers Mega Force versus uh, VR Troopers. Yeah, that's that's a possibility. And then just they- have Gavin show up as the uh, the original VR Trooper, like long ago, and then he's played by Kenji Oba. I think we already talked about this. Oh, you are. I mean, Ken Joba has just, appeared in, in America. Either anymore. they dub him over or they have him speak broken ass English. Or he just speaks in Japanese. Chiba. They have a Japanese guy on the Super Mega Force team who understands him. I think he does. I think he speaks decent English. Or, or they just read subtitles that are floating across the sky. Just magic subtitles. I'll take whatever or I can get, damn it. I want that Jason to happen. Da- or it's Jason David Frank. Jason David Frank just appears and he's like. I'm Tommy. I know what he's saying. And then he descends back into the heavens. <laughs> what? No, I'm saying Jason David Frank would be would be American Gavin. Oh, come on. He's done enough. Well, he How was... much more can he do? Well, you know, he was he was going to be in VR Troopers. <laughs> it's like, it's like who's, this, who's this awesome new VR Trooper? It's like, pulls up mask. Hey, I'm Tommy. Like, no, oh, no, damn no. it. No, he, he was. What he was gonna be, do? He was going to be the lead in VR Troopers, and they're going to have Brad Hawkins be the White Ranger, and they're, they're going to they be in their their, uh, their their Ghost Ranger cave with a Master Header in a tube, and then he's just say, "I created a new VR Trooper. He's going to descend down from the rafters. He's going to remove his mask and be Tommy." And they're like, "Ah, Tommy!" <laughs> no, because because they, they were they were going to have they were going to have um uh they were going to have Jason David Frank be the lead of VR Troopers, and they were going to introduce Brad Hawkins as a new character, the White Ranger. And you know, you know, like, you know, you know, know guys, this, we want Tommy back. We might back. be watching VR Troopers Tommy on TV back. and talk about how dead Power Rangers is. Except, except that VR Troopers was based off of the footage from Metal Heroes, and Metal Heroes oh, died. The, I mean, they would have gone back for even Sentai more footage, and they'd have asked Japan to create original suits because they'd be making millions off of Tommy for the next like, sixteen years or something. <laughs> I don't. I as really they, don't they bind him to a four hundred year contract. I really don't think that would have worked. Well, I mean, uh, Jason David Frank has come out and said, like, he'll do anything high and Saban asks. Saban, he's, he, the dude gave him a career. Any sort of career. He put him in, put him in every kid's memory. Like, Saban made that guy's life. Although he did say that uh, Saban should do what he, what he used to do. Just, you know, you don't need to just pay him sort of amounts of money or stuff. Just show the trust. Give him a pat on the back. Say, you know, you did a good job. Show a little support. Because, you know, when you get to the business at this point, they kind of distance. So hey, that's that's new Gavin. Maybe 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 Sabana score the rights to that, and we'll have Mighty Morphin Power Rangers versus Power Rider versus Power Sheriff. Power Sheriff. I don't. You I know, think, I, I think I'm I, surprised Saban hasn't done something with Kamara at this point. It's got an extraordinarily long history. Even if they canceled it today. They'd probably get another, at least at least another twenty years, if not more. Well, out of I mean, because probably because Mass Rider didn't do so well. I think, I think they're gonna. I think they're probably gonna go with. Uh, did well enough to get a second season, it. didn't it? I, it might have. It might have done, but like, and also because like that's around the time that Kamen Rider ended uh, in Japan for that, a while. They were kind of screwed because they were using the very last series footage. Right. Yeah. So actually, they, it, by the time they did it, Kamen Rider was over for years. Oh, was it? Was it really? Because the last series was 1989 before 2001. Okay, yeah. See, though, so... 
So they kind of shot this they up adapted in the, the They adapted the series where at the very end all the old writers just randomly show up. And they just kind of had to write themselves in a corner like, okay, well, then there's these guys that show up. They kind of shot themselves in the foot with, with that and with VR Troopers and kind of with Beetleborgs. So um, so maybe maybe they're going to go back to do more Power Rider, uh, more Mass Rider and just call it Start from the beginning. Just get the old 70s footage. Just just HD it up. No, they'll probably start with – they'll probably start with – with Forze, but uh, but they might do uh, shoot. What came after? What came after? Decade? Double. Double. Yeah, they they might do. Double oh, cause... I would love to see them do double, since the villains of Double were basically an allegory to uh to dope addicts. Because they, they they can't really do decade. They, call, they even called them dope pants, which is slang for a person who uses dope. They can't really. They, use, they, they injected can't... they injected freaking USB ports into their veins. What was what what came before decade? Uh, before decade, that was Kiva the vampire. And what was before, right before Kiva? Deno. Deno. I think Deno was the first HD one, too. So they could start with Deno, then Kiva, and then skip to double if they really want to do that kind of yeah. stuff. <laughs> it's a decade. It's so depressing at times. Well, they, they, well, they can't really do decade because it's, it's got all this past history stuff. But I'm well, saying it, the It's H- mostly focused on the modern stuff. And in a nice touch, it well, does right, have no, an episode with uh, Black RX, who was a uh, mass rider. Right, right. It's mostly focused on the modern stuff, but then like they'd have to go back and do Kuga and all that stuff. But uh, what I'm saying is that that uh, Deno, I think, was the first one that was shot in HD, and uh, they're not Disney that are like, oh, let's just. I mean, I know that this season's in HD, but let's just stretch the footage, and it's fine. So uh, if they if they do it, I think I think they'll probably start with Forze, but they might start with Double or O's. Forze is the most Power Rangers like. Right, yeah, I think I think if they if they do Power Rider, then they'll they'll start with Forze. I, I just want to say they do Fives for the cut yourself uh, depression of the series. Um, where the so, where the I'm actually an, I'm actually the same race as the evil villains, and no one will ever accept me if they know who I am, and I'm a zombie. Depressing so shit. yeah, let's. Uh, I guess with with that aside, um, we watch, watch Fives and don't cut yourself while you do so. It's your challenge. Or or watch Deno. <laughs> Ah, uh, Deno. That's so drop, weird. Drop some acid and watch some Deno. Um, you should watch a right. double. That's what you should watch. That's good. Series. So, uh, so with uh, with that aside, let's talk about Go Busters. All right, it is time for Buster, and uh, for this episode, we only have one episode this week. What? Hold on. We're, we're on a weekly schedule again? What is happening this well, time? Wait, wait, wait. We're on a weekly schedule, assuming we get the remaining episode, this episode and the previous episode out soon. Well, 34 is done editing, so like it'll be out. Uh, it'll, it'll have been out for a couple of days by the time this episode's out, so this is we are technically on a weekly schedule. Um, oh, it feels good. I miss that. I know, that. it's crazy, right? Through uh, all and, those weeks of where we were just doing nothing or trying to record this, something and then have like five episodes backed up because you couldn't get anything. This, this done. means we have like five or six episodes in July, which is officially, in case you guys hadn't noticed, officially engine rap month, in which all of our ending themes are engine raps. What engine rap are we on now for this episode? Well, I I do them randomly uh, depending on which one. So like last episode was I think uh, G th- no sorry episode thirty three was G three princess. Uh, thirty-two. I forget. Thirty-two. I think was um, was bus on. 
Yeah, 32 was Bus On, 31 was the Samurai Rap, because 30, 31 was the episode where we talked about Super Samurai. Oh, right. So, oh, so, so what's did, this one going to be? Uh, that's a good question. I'll find out. Well, you, you'll find out at the end of the episode. <laughs> um, so, this episode... And by the end of the episode, he, will, he means he will write and perform an original Engine 13 rap. Oh, man. If only I spoke Japanese. I'm gonna we're gonna we're gonna make Anthony do that sometime. Yes, we will make him write and perform a rap. You'll do the music. Learn oh, learn the beat fine. for the engine thing. Yeah. Do 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 engine number thirteen. All right. <clears throat> uh. So so this episode is uh is uh, mission twenty two, the beautiful avatar escape. So the episode starts off fittingly with escape. She's just there, and then she sort of fights Enter. So Escape entered to make Enter escape. Yeah, and that's that's it. She just sort of fights Enter, and, and then that's about it. It's like, oh, these are my guns. This is... I forgot their names. Crap. Uh, this is Gok and Mugok. <laughs> Gok uh, and Magok. It's like Gog and Mugok. Biblical uh, reference. Maybe that is the reference, and, and over time just didn't catch it. Uh, they probably uh, fixed it in their uh, version twos that they no, I, put I out watched for version, standard I definition watched, only. I, I watched the version two. I couldn't check because I couldn't get the subs to disappear of the old ones, so I had the old ones and the new ones on top of one another. It was very confusing. <laughs> um, so, anyways, uh, we return to the Energy Management Center, but they've received a threat on the Enertron of some building. They suspect it to be a prank, but they send Hiromo and Yoko undercover to investigate. Their suspicions are confirmed when they trace the email back to the home of a grade schooler, Segawa Shota, who has told his friends he works for the GoBusters. Meanwhile, Escape creates her first betteroid, Keyroid, who locks everybody in the building. Escape then enters the building herself with a squadron of bugglers to actually steal the Metatron. Shota's friends tell him to call the GoBusters for help, and Hiromu reveals himself as a GoBuster before begging Escape not to hurt him. His ploy works and Escape leaves, deciding there's nobody worth fighting, but Shota is disheartened that the GoBusters are such wimps. Meanwhile, Ryuji is left to fight Kiroid alone, and his gun is locked by Kiroid's key blast. I don't know. Until Masato and Jay arrive and break Kiroid's key slash blade slash arm, breaking all of his locks. Hiromu and Yoko usher everybody outside of the building, but Shota stays back to ask Hiromu why he's such a wimp. Hiromu explains that he was just protecting the people, and Shota wonders why Hiromu doesn't care what people are thinking about him being a wimp. Hiromu tells him that it's not seeming cool that makes one cool, it's being cool. That's not actually what he says, but it's approximately what he says. Uh, they hear the bugglers attacking people at the entrance of the building, and Shota goes to shield his friends from the attack, but is himself saved by Hiromu, who was miraculously changed out of his undercover clothing. Like, Yoko was wearing regular shoes and changed into her combat boots somehow. Oh, she, sm- she smuggled those in prison style. Hiromu and Yoko then beat Ryuji, Masato, and Jay outside before morphing as a team and taking down Kiroid, while Escape escapes. Keyzord then arrives in a subspace projection, but is swiftly defeated by the great Go-Buster, while Enter realizes that he should not have been so hasty to give his majesty a taste of ecstasy. And then Shota confesses that he lied, but his friends are cool with it because he tried to save their lives. Well, you know, you know, you know Masai is eventually going to overdose on the ecstasy, and then it's just going to be all awkward work. Right, but like right now he's, he's dropping the ecstasy, he's partying, there's like a, he's at a rave, it's, it's great, it's awesome. Um... Colton, I just want to note real quick is, is I found it really interesting that uh, that obviously uh, uh, obviously Enter has been calling Messiah Majesty for the entire time, yeah. But Escape has, is calling him Papa, Papa Messiah, which uh, 
a little reminiscent of possibly another recent female general, maybe an unofficial one. Perhaps. I mean, it, it just it definitely shows a different relationship. Uh, with a uh, with a hit with a with enter it's like he's he's like a like a like he's important he's a boss but he's also like a the majesty he's kind of like a respectful king but at the same time he's also not quite too emotionally attached and knows he has to play things cautiously where with her in the same pop it makes you think she has a more familial relationship with uh is her well she she's she's more like i gotta get him in here i gotta get him in here right now and whereas enter's like listen dude like just Stay calm. We'll get you through. Just stop wasting all this Enatron. And she's like, nope, nope. Gotta get Enatron. Gotta get Enatron. Gotta get some Enatron. Gotta get some Enatron. I think it's like, I think it's like, uh, as, as they're created, it's, I think, uh, Enter was created at a time where Messiah was like, all right, we need to get this. And so Enter's like, that kind of, that kind of, um, uh, avatar, I suppose, is the word of of Messiah's persona. Whereas Escape is one that's like, I just got to get out. I got to get out here, right? I got to get out. I just got to get out, and that's that is what man- manifestation of of that part of his persona. Is. Uh, is it even persona per se? Because when I when I think of the uh, when I think of Enter, he seems like the kind of guy who would end up betraying uh, Messiah if it went to his best interest. He seems, he seems like he's just been kind of playing Messiah to keep him happy and keep him placated while he does his own thing. I don't think so. I mean, he only gave him the thing so he would calm down and so he wouldn't flip out. Right, because he's been flipping out and he's... I think, I think Enter's he, trying to look out... He's creating uh, his own boss like a child. I think, and, I, think, I think he's looking out for Messiah's best interests. He's trying to get Messiah in as soon as he as soon as as well as he can, but he doesn't want to he doesn't want to screw everything up and just get him in uh, for five well, minutes let's, and then let's die. Let's see how this goes because I have a feeling that he might not stick around as loyal if he is just thrown to the background. No, I, I think I think Enter is is trying to be as loyal as he can and as but, he can. But then you send a psycho gun toting woman who can't act, and suddenly no. But I, so I, I think I think I think Messiah just really wants to break through as soon as possible. And Enter's Enter's been trying to get him in, but he's been doing it slowly but surely. Whereas Messiah just wants to get in right now. He's, he's a little impatient and enters enters trying to be the the calm-headed one trying to just, well, like, wait. Meanwhile, we'll Escape's plan don't worked worry. absolutely zero. They did not gain anything from it. Besides giving Messiah three seconds in the projector before he was sent back. Right, yeah, so... Oh, well, and well, Mes- uh, I almost forgot, but I want to mention my favorite moment in the series with this episode was uh, their powers are still... But we can still use the rockets, so let's, let's, let's go old school and just drop our mech on top of them. <laughs> Took me Google back stop. to uh, season two of My Former Power Rangers. Let's just drop the turtle on him. It's called the Goomba Stomp on TV Tropes. Exactly. That just made me smile. Uh, that's pretty... Yeah, um, uh, I mentioned a little bit earlier. Is it me or was is Escape's actress a little bit mediocre? Yeah, no, she uh, she was. Uh, there was like no emotion or really any feeling. She's just. Kind I of mean, there. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's supposed. To, maybe that's the purpose. Maybe she's just supposed to be sort of robotic, but. It seemed like she was poorly acting Joy, so... I'm surprised I didn't see anyone in the GoBusters thread up to the point I read mention it at all. They were like, oh, she's so attractive and she's badass, and I'm like, that doesn't mean she has a personality. Yeah, I don't know, maybe maybe, maybe we just need a little bit more of her, but yeah, she's not all that great. Um, I don't know. I mean, don't don't get me wrong, she's she's attractive, and I mean, she kind (laughs) of looks badass running around with those guns, but I didn't really feel like she had a mind or a personality or she wasn't made of anything more than paper. Well, like enters, enters like a really fun villain. Enters, um, enters your, enters your fun villain and, uh, escapes your Hal Jordan. She's <laughs> <laughs> just the cardboard cut up that they carry around. Is that a short pack reference? 
<laughs> yes, it is. Um, <laughs> Glad you got that. Yeah, no, no, but uh, right, yeah, it's an old one at that. It is really a really old one. No, like enters enters is a really fun, just like random French and escape. I don't know. She's like, I got my guns. I mean, check with, out. with Enter, he can show a range of motions. I mean, he's usually a little playful, but you know, he can hit the right emotions when he needs to. He he can be super pissed. He can be annoyed. He can be annoyed when you don't understand what he wants. Right? Yeah, we've we've seen we've seen happy Enter. We've seen a little crazy Enter. But no, I don't. I, I like. I don't know. Maybe maybe we just haven't seen enough of Escape yet. But she does seem a little bit bland. I mean, I, it's 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 a little bit of that, but it's not entirely because when I, the first time I saw Enter, I was like, "This guy's fun." Yeah, yeah, maybe. I, I, maybe. Di- I didn't get the same vibe. I'm like, "Oh, yay! She's got two guns. That, that that's her personality. I mean, she has guns." Maybe, maybe, maybe that maybe there's another personality trait that we haven't seen of Escape that we that like enters personality traits we saw right away in Escapes we just haven't seen yet. I don't know. Possibly. I, I, I'm willing to wait and see, but I just feel like I needed to address that right away. That she kind of seemed a little dull. She kind of seemed too uh, monotone. Yeah, no, I, I see what you're saying. Maybe, yeah. maybe that's just speaking for the fact that we, at this point, we we understand Toku a bit more, and even though we're limited Japanese, we know more Japanese, and we can understand how their acting styles are. Yeah, possibly, the first time possibly. the first time I ever noticed any uh, really bad acting outside of just stuff that's not supposed to have good acting would be uh, uh, the, the 35th anniversary movie. That little kid. Arigato! That <laughs> transcended all language and stabbed me in the brain with terrible acting. And and see, that's why because you saw go go because you saw Ghost Ranger before that, and that's why you didn't notice the bad acting in it. Oh no! Actually, that was that was actually fine. It was around the same time, in fact. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding, anyway. Uh, so uh, so yeah. I mean, um, there are some series of good acting, series of bad acting, series of okay acting, and series of mixed. This is one of those instances of uh, it could be better. I just feel like yeah, I maybe. had to note that because I didn't want to ignore it. Leave it would be the uh, bad acting elephant in the room. <laughs> uh, and we did have um, we had we had a kid in this episode too, but he was I thought he was he was fine. Uh, the had, the episode, kid actor was better than her, so that says something. <laughs> The the lesson in this episode was a little was a little weird. Like, uh, hey, it's okay to lie to your as friends, long as you, uh, but as long as you save right, their lives, your, your entire life will be solved. It's it's cool if you lie as long as you like try to save their lives. Uh, then everything's fine. It's totally okay. You gotta, you gotta save the world. You gotta save the life. Coming up, O's. I don't I don't know what you're doing. Anyways, um, yes, that was that was Colton's rendition of the Go Go Five theme song. Check it was, out it was the very high, it was a very high pitched version of it at that. Check out Go Go Five coming soon from Hikari Senshi, I assume. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to all these series. Yeah, Jetman just finished, so there's something I've been wanting to do for a while. Um, so, so yeah, that's, that's, I guess that's, that's... In fact, I think I've got our schedule. Maj- I feel like, I feel like there's something I wanted to say, uh, something else I want to say about GoBusters that I can't remember right now. Um, I guess something about, Keroid, Keroid seemed kind of convenient, uh, where, where, like, Ryuji is sort of fighting him, and then Masato and Jay show up, and then just shoot his arm, and his key's broken, and all the locks are broken. Um... Maybe that's maybe that's saying something about uh, about um, escapes Metaroid creation. Perhaps. Maybe she's just not as good as it as Enter was. I don't know. 
and I love that uh, that it's just a recurring thing that Jin is not going to be a main character. He's going to be a side character that just appears every once in a while, huh? I don't. Maybe maybe that's what's happening. This uh, this episode was also like another one that was like super fillery, except also Escape is there, right? So it's like so it's like it would be filler, but it also introduced Escape, so it's a little weird. Um. Yeah, they've they've been doing that a little bit this show. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, and yeah, there's, there's I think they're they're doing that for like episodes they don't have a lot of Masato, like which is great because like he showed up in suit, and then like the only the only scene that he had out of suit was um was when they transformed. That was it. Kind of sad. I mean, kind of wasting the actor there. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe there's something going on there that they just that they just need to need to work out. I don't, and these these are the, the fillery episodes too that he's not in. So maybe maybe they're just writing the fillery episodes and just sort of throwing the the new stuff in there, and and then also by the way Masato. Um. So I don't know. Maybe 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 we did we did just like it, I guess he did just appear recently. So maybe maybe in later episodes he'll be there more. Maybe uh, he could have been scheduling stuff from the beginning uh, from his early appearances. Um. So I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll get more of him in the near future. Uh. Plus, plus he doesn't hang out with him at the base. Like, like they, they, like they hang out at the base. He doesn't hang out with him at the base. He's, which I don't. I'm not sure why they don't just have him hang out. At the, I don't know what. What does does Jay just hang out in a tree and he's just not there all the time? Sounds about right. Maybe so. So, um, so yeah. So that's that's Gobush's twenty two. And I don't know. Maybe we'll see more of Escape. Yeah. We'll see what happens. So uh, that's it for that's it for GoBusters. Now it's time for the Common Rider Corner with Matthew Munoz, aka Common Rider Pez. All right, so welcome to the Common Rider Corner. This is Matthew. I am Common Rider Pez, and Colton is with me here. Hey there. Yeah, and uh, today we're going to talk about how we got into Common Rider, and you know we'll try to stay off of too many uh, tangents, but I think tangents are probably what are going to lead us into this. No, you start off with tangents, then suddenly you're on cosecance, and then before you know it, it's a trigonometry class. Yeah. Okay, so um, Colton, do you want to go first, or should I? I think you probably have a little bit more experience with uh, Kamen Rider. Maybe you could uh, give us an older, more ancient story than I could. Well, uh, believe it or not, um, I am fairly new. Uh, I'll just go through a quick rundown. Uh, Of course, I saw uh, Power Rangers when I was a kid, and I think it actually started while I was in kindergarten, and I was very, uh, I don't know, I was kind of sour on it at first, and then I started watching it, and it just hooked me in, and then... Uh, of course, because I stuck with it for you know two or three years, I got to see um, Masked Rider in the beginning of season three, that like three part or whatever it was, Friend in Need, I think, something like and, that. Yeah, and then I, because he seemed pretty cool on that show, I watched when he got his own show, and I remember thinking that it was a weird show, and you know, kind of not liking Furbis and stuff, but I still always came back to watch, and I also even remember uh, being mad that the show seemed to make fun of itself. <laughs> uh, you know, at, at the end, will this happen? Will that happen? Will blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know, that was really irritating. And uh, it's funny, I, I recently watched that again, and uh, I was shocked just by how terrible it was. And more, you know, what a direction they took it in. Because if they'd tried to be cooler, I'm sure it could have been. It's just they wanted to make it like a sitcom or something. And just, I just, that was not, that was not good. Well, but, yeah, uh, I wouldn't say that it's not good, but it's what, not what you wanted as a fan. Exactly. It's not what I wanted. 
Cause, not at all. Because trust me, <laughs> there are fans for every single type of thing in the universe. So different fans, you know, different things. Some people like yeah. the campy and comedy. Some people like dark and serious. Some people like a little bit of both. Yeah, that's true. I, I guess I'm just more mad that uh, it couldn't have been cooler because it's Black RX, you know? Um, but anyway, moving on from there, years went by and I was into sci-fi and stuff. And um, my grandpa actually uh, got me to watch Guyver 2 with him. I guess he'd seen it on like Sci-Fi Channel. And so we watched that and I said, Guyver 2? Okay, this guy, he, he yells out this thing and this suit comes onto him and he you know destroys these monsters and there's you know blood and whatever. Uh, and that led me to seeking out the anime of Guyver, actually, and then, um, which was a really cool show. Uh, it basically the premise of that is this kid gets his alien armor that this evil organization is trying to use to dominate the world, whatever, and he gets it by accident and he uses it uh, to fight against them. They come and kidnap his uh, friends and his dad and all sorts of stuff. It's a cool show. People should check it out. There's two different versions of the anime as well as a manga that you can find in Scandalations. Um, but uh, years after that, you know, I, uh, you know, I stopped watching Power Rangers. I watched, I ended up uh, seeing, what is it? Dino Thunder, which I'm rewatching right now, which is a cool show. It's cool then and it's cool now. <laughs> the power of Tommy brings you back. Yeah, it brings it us all back. It definitely does. <laughs> um, so as much as some people want to complain about him, at least, you know, he's done some good. Uh, the character, anyway. Um but so, you know, that was towards the end, and I think it was like my junior year or almost my senior year of high school. And after that one finished, I saw the next one was like magic. And I said, I'm not going to watch that. So I stopped there. Um, you know, years later, Linkara happens. Uh, I see some of his stuff. I get kind of interested. I hear about um, Dragon Knight. I watch that, which I think that's a good show. I don't care what people say. The acting isn't that terrible. The recap shows aren't that ridiculous uh, uh, oh, I, I agree from what I saw I haven't seen it all yet but uh, I, I feel like this series could have actually done well in America if they hadn't cancelled it the last two episodes which in my mind is the dumbest thing possible you've already paid for them why not just put them out yeah exactly it's, uh, I, I mean Japan aired it on TV twice and put out a DVD set I know and apparently the Japanese fans love it or like it a lot <laughs> and, and in America we can't, we can't even get any of it we have to look at yeah. streaming for best and even then, that's kind of yeah. tricky because four kids is you know kind of defunct now, so you can't even watch the streaming. Yeah, you had to rip it early. I, I was fortunate enough. To, I started watching it like December two thousand ten, um, or maybe a little bit before that actually, and uh, I probably finished like you know within two months or something. And uh, you know, like I said, I was able to watch it online, which was cool on the four kids site. But it, you know, it was, a, it was a good show. I liked the action and but it, one of the things I really liked about it was even though there were multiple people running around and. Uh, one point you had the team of three up to three guys and usually it was just knight and um or i don't know wing knight and uh and dragon knight running around uh it was cool to see something that took what i was used to this power Ranger transforming thing and give it a little darker tone more serious adult tone I mean, even though it was still a kid's show um pretty much it, it's still pretty dark for a kid's show i mean if you fight lose you die that's pretty dark for a kid's show Right, I mean, and something slightly worse than death, possibly, is that you're stuck in this alternate dimension for all eternity, which, you know, that's kind of what hell is supposed to be like, you know? <laughs> Basically, it's, it's, it's as dark as they could have done a kids-friendly show. Well, not even kids-friendly, but as dark as they could actually get away with. Yeah, definitely. Really pushed so, it. 
Yeah, they certainly did. And, and so that, that was really cool. And that got me to say like, okay, so this is a common writer thing. And hey, I, I think I remember, um, vaguely that there was this, you know, bug guy. He looked kind of like Stingmon, um, but it was a live action show. And I really <laughs> like, yeah, I'm big, huge on Digimon too. And Stingmon is the best. But anyway, so that led me to research and I found out, oh, okay. So this common writer thing, it, it has to do with, you know, all this stuff. And it's from Japan and it's kind of old and it's been, it's 40 years old now. And, um, so actually I was kind of skittish on watching O's. O's was actually running when I started to decide to watch. So I ended up going back and watching Black and, uh, Black is a fantastic show. Uh, anybody who wants old school macho-ish, um, really cool eighties show, Black is the show to do. Um, once you go black, you don't go back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> um, Anyways, that's that's pretty much how I, I I came to this. And then after O's finished, I decided I was going to watch Forze. And, you know, I got to see... I, I thought it would be cool to uh, experience it live, you know, as it's going. And, and that's been a really neat experience for me to see, you know. There was already all this content on Black, and people were discussing about it and doing their perspectives. And I, I was able to see things like that. But to see all the, um, you know, scans and... The press conference and stuff for Forza coming out before, uh, you know, the series actually aired was really a neat experience. And, you know, so far I really like it. And, you know, I've gone back and I've watched uh, all of the Kit Subs original Kamen Rider uh, up to episode 30, which is out right now. And I'm waiting for them to do other stuff. And I'm in the middle of uh, downloading, you know, pretty much everything else from them so I can check that out as, you know, time allows. But, uh, you know, I love the Showa Rider stuff and the Heisei it, you know, I'm kind of off and on on it. I've only really seen the one Heisei show so far. Um, you know, but, uh, like, Mega Max was a great movie, and Double was awesome in it, and O's is really cool, and I want to watch that show now. Um, so, uh, that's kind of where I'm at. I, I, have, I have more old-school tastes, so the show stuff definitely appeals to me, but the Heisei stuff looks cool, and, you know, the effects are better, so I like it for that. But uh, that's where I'm at, pretty much. Ah. Uh, very interesting. What about you? Uh, well, me, I well, I am as old, old a Power Rangers fan as you are, having started from the beginning. I don't know how. Maybe I missed the season premiere, or maybe my mind just blanked, or maybe I just didn't know that this was spinning off of the show. But I never saw uh, Master Rider. I don't think. Wow, I can't believe that. <laughs> I don't know how. I, I never saw any of these spinoffs other than Power Rangers. Not even Big Bad Beetleborgs or VR Troopers. Nope. Wow, that's astonishing. I don't know how I avoided all of them, but I somehow did. Hmm. I honestly have no clue. I just watched Power Rangers for a couple of years, and just poof. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, I, I went on my little break from Power Rangers, you know, went on to other things in life. Always had a little interest here and there. I go through that new Toon Disney channel, and I see like, oh, hey, Power Rangers back on. I'll check that out. It's like, okay, Ninjas, okay, that's cool. Watch an episode or two, and then uh, go on live. Again, oh, hey, Tommy's back. Watch you up. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> I go for a little while. And then I'm like, I'm like, and then Nine calls. He's like, oh, hey, there's a new show, Samurai? I guess we could do a podcast. Man, I'm doing a podcast now. I look for any excuse to talk about things. It's like, okay, we'll watch this. And then I'm like, oh, hey, this, the new Japanese version starts at the same time. Want to check it out? It's like, well, okay, we'll see if it's any good. It's like, okay. And it's like, go Kaiser's like, first episode, we're like, ah, fandom, yeah. fanboy nerdgasm. We're watching both of these. <laughs> and that's how this show started. But you already know that if you're a good listener. Right. 
And if not, we have an entire extensive backlog, including your first episode with Linkara. So go check that out. And now that my plugging is over, we're on to Kamen Rider. Well, at the time, I was uh, trying to check out new Sentai, so moving around, it's like, you know what? Samurai's coming out. Why not watch some of the episodes along with uh, the Japanese version and see how they compare? Which I still need to finish. I only watched up the way through uh, to the break point. So I'm about 20, 20 episodes in. But anyways, at a certain point, I hit a point where someone, uh, a Kamen Rider showed up. The end, and oh, and, okay. and and took a the little buddy, and then like oh this is weird. It's like oh crosses over. Oh I like crossovers. I mean I'm a comic fan. I I, I live for crossovers. So uh, yeah, I like okay I'll check out the episodes. So I watched them, and I'm like that was awesome. I should check out the show, and so I did. That's how I watched Decade. I enjoyed it. <laughs> it's it, it's kind of weird to be the first thing you watch, but you know there's that. Also, check out the first two episodes of uh, of uh, Dragonite at the same time. So, okay. I meant to finish that, but then this four kids situation is kind of complicated right now. So, I don't know if I can finish it. I mean, I, I hear it's still technically on their YouTube, but we'll have to see about that. Right. Otherwise, I'll have to see if someone has a download just sitting around somewhere. But you know, that was interesting too. I enjoyed both, and then I finished Decade. And I'm like, you know, crap. What do I, what do, I do now? I'm like, okay. Uh, I'm watching uh, Go Kaiju subs from a. Uh, from a you know a overtime and they're like oh their first sub was double the next series so watch that hmm. so I watched double I was like this is really freaking awesome and double proved to be one of my favorite commentators thus far have you seen it I have not seen it it is generally raved as probably one of the best modern commentators there is that's what I keep hearing and I, I'm more than willing to oh, just uh, I gotta get to it you they're, know? they're not wrong it is very good. What, um, I guess a good question to ask would be, what about Kamen Rider appeals to you so much? The, the two series, Kamen Rider Super Sentai, they go in generally two different directions, and I like it for that. It gives me something a little different from each. Whereas with the, with, with the Sentai, you've got the, the teamwork and bonds that are the focus, and you're working together, and it's, and even though it can get dark at times, it still has a little bit of a hopeful, happy vibe. Kamen Rider can get a little darker, a little more depressing, a little bit more about your hero has to, to stand alone, or occasionally with a partner later on, but uh, he's gained his own strength, and they're fighting for a goal they believe in. It doesn't always work out, but they keep fighting. It's that kind of thing. So I kept following, you know, we go through a double to O's. I enjoyed O's. Maybe not quite as much as Double, but I did enjoy O's. And then, of course, you know, I watched Forze as it came out, and I've enjoyed that. Although it feels like for uh, for this series, it almost feels like uh, Sentai's trying to go a little Comrade and Comrade's trying to go in a little Sentai. We're getting a little yeah. uh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cup action going on here. Yeah, I'm feeling that too, definitely. And I'm it's loving not a, it's it on not a bad thing. I, I think both are actually good series. I, I'm, I'm enjoying the little uh, mix-ups. I mean, even more so than uh, Sentai, uh, this new Comrade is pushing the teamwork aspect. Yeah, it certainly has. It's teamwork and friendship, and everyone wants happy in the end. Versus this, uh, this uh, new Sentai. I mean, things are a little darker. I mean, sure, there's the team, but you know, they don't always get along. There's there's quite a few problems. You set up a lot of troubles, you know. Yeah. But I, I but I do enjoy it. And I I do enjoy the d- interesting teams. It kind of does feel like an older, uh, an older Sentai at that. And and if you really think about it, it's kind of got even a Kamen Rider's vibes because like look at a, uh. uh uh, look at uh, Ryuji's buddy, his old uh, mentor. 
the situation with him is it's kind of like a it's kind of like a writer thing is you know if you know most writers they have something weird about them they're cyborgs they're they're right. they're, mo- they're the same monsters as the enemies they're drug addicts or something I mean right exactly there's always well, something wrong. Sure. <laughs> well I kind of you could you could kind of argue about that with uh, the whole situation with double and the, the fact that they're injecting USB ports in their veins. Okay, right. That's true. It, it, yeah, it, well, that. not for the main characters, but you know, it's just kind of like they could be any of those situations. Yeah, definitely. And I like it's. I don't know. I think at one point it, the idea kind of bothered me that the heroes and the villains have the same power source, basically. But I do like the idea, especially after having seen, um, you know, the original Common Rider, the just the first episode, even to see that. Oh, okay. He was a he was a soldier built by these guys, you know, turned into a cyborg by them, and then he broke free because of the, you know, the doctor who helped him out, and, you know, he decided to fight against them because they're evil bastards, basically. Right. And, yeah, I think that's a really great uh, premise for a hero, and I like that he's got this uh, sadness and sorrow to him a little bit. I think it's a very unique feature. I mean, it's just like, it's just like, it's like every common writer I've seen, it seems like Almost every one of them, they've shared the same power set. It's like they're just like two opposites at the same point. It's like what the hero could have been if he was bad, what the villain could have been if he was good. Yeah, that is something I really enjoy. I mean, you look at Double; they're both using the guy memories, just uh, slightly differently. Oh, you know, you, you've got the greeds, and then you've got uh, Edgy and his uh, driver. Same powers, but they're using them differently. Yeah, and Forza is exactly the same thing. Exactly. Okay, so episode 43, Light and Darkness Twins. And this is from the wiki, so forgive any uh, flubs I have going through it. After Principal Hayami gives her two permission slips for Kengo and herself to join Gamo on his trip to NASA, Yuki is encountered by Gamo as he is impressed by her love for space. No sooner does she leave than Gamo decides to give her a Zodiart switch, which shouldn't be a horoscope switch. Anyway, uh, after Hayami uses his Eye of Laplace on her again to confirm that she has the potential. By the time Gintaro arrives to the school, he finds Yuki behaving strangely just as she rips Kengo's NASA permission slips to shreds. Confronting her about it at the rabbit hatch, Yuki has no memory of doing such a thing. She is mortified when Mr. Osuki confronts her for vandalizing a wall with space-themed graffiti. Before every other student comes to her, uh, with similar complaints, as she insists it must be a doppelganger's actions. Eventually, the Kamen Rider Club members fall for pranks committed by what appears to be Yuki. Gintaro becomes Kamen Rider Forza to save Mew from being thrown off a flight or two of stairs. It looked pretty high. Uh, just as Yuki transform- transforms into the Gemini Zodiacs and fights him. The fight is cut short when Gintaro tries to stop the Kamen Rider Meteor from hurting her before they are hit by her exploding cards. Once the Gemini Zodiac runs off, Ryusei and Gintaro learn that, the, that their opponent is Yuki. Just as she arrives, the gang ties her up for her own good. However, when they cannot find the Gemini horoscope switch on her in the rabbit hatch, they try to get to the bottom of the situation. Yuki is upset that no one believes her, and Gintaro unties her. She demands to know if she is really his friend, uh, just as he forgets something important to her. Yuki runs off. Uh, back to her home, where she finds her room damaged by a masked girl who calls herself Yuki. This other Yuki soon reveals herself to be Yuki's inner darkness, brought to life as a separate being, and she is acting out all of Yuki's most uh, darkest desires to become real, while the original Yuki ceases to be. By that time, as Gintaro ponders what he has forgotten, he and the others are visited by Mr. Osugi with footage that uh, Kengo asked for, revealing dar- the dark Yuki's existence. 
Racing to Yuki's house, Kentaro, Ryusa, and Kengo find Dark Yuki as she escapes as the Gemini uh, Zodiacs, or horoscope rather, with Kamen Rider Forze and Meteor in pursuit. The Kamen Riders are at a disadvantage until Kamen Rider Forze assumes cosmic states to stop her with the net launcher combo. Chasing after Yuki, the Kamen Riders are about to finish her off when the Sagittarius Zodiac arrives uh, to free the Gemini horoscope. He calls... Uh, he calls her his most precious follower as he reveals that she will become a new Yuki within 12 hours while the original uh, uh, finds herself wearing a mask will cease um, to be. As Yuki freaks out about the mask uh, appearing on her face, the Gemini horoscope gets strong enough to use her supernova powers to create an explosive clone that attempts to take out Kamen Rider Forze uh, with Kamen Rider Meteor taking the brunt of the explosion. And that's it. Well, so. it was definitely an explosive first episode of Yuki's Transformation. Yes, it certainly was. Uh, so what? I want to hear all your thoughts on this, and then we can compare and contrast. It, it, it's very interesting that what it, it's looking like, uh, at least at this point, that the last Zodiacs are actually going to be among uh, Gintaro's friends. I mean, all this build-up, you know, it's, he, he, he usually ends up having to go defeat the uh, Zodiac, become friends with them and all that stuff. But in this example... He's already friends with them, so something's going wrong here. Yeah, that's true, and I like how it's kind of analogous to the um, Capricorn Zodiac, how he was actually Jake's friend, and Jake got pulled away from the club. It's it's a kind of similar situation, and you could almost see that with the writing, they were kind of leading us into actual members of the club becoming horoscopes. They're really testing the bonds of these friends. Yeah, they are. But, you know, that, that's all good. I mean, it, it's interesting to see them build up their forces. And, well, of course, they're getting subsequently taken down. But evidently, this is not going to be too much of a holdup for uh, Gamu's plans if he's going to, if he doesn't mind them uh, just losing their powers. And Libra realizes that he's going to be realizing it soon. Yeah, he certainly is. And it, it seems strange to me that it's taking so long for him to realize that. But we can talk about that in the uh, next episode. Uh, area. Well, not, not not spoilers for the for next episode, but uh, he's kind of been the butt monkey for a while now. Yeah, he certainly has been. And that's been sad for me because I really like him. Uh, I'm unfamiliar with his uh, previous role as uh, Tachibana from, uh, well, or Garin, rather, right? From uh, Blade? Might be. Yeah, but you know he, he he's a Kamen Rider alumni, and I'm not familiar with him that way. But I've I've liked his character throughout the show, and yeah, but he has constantly been getting uh, spat upon, um, whether it was with cancer or with a number of other Zodiarts as well. Well, with Libra, things find a way to balance themselves out. Yeah, I guess they always do. Well, just think about it. He was just about to get taken out, then he gets his his new magic eye and gets to extend his stay a little bit. Yeah, just until he, he finds Pisces, right? You can't, you, yeah, pretty much, but you can't, you definitely can't say the same for, like, a uh, Scorpio. Yeah, that's true. She that's she kind of got screwed. Eh, eh, sometimes people just aren't stung with luck. <laughs> and pun away. But, yeah, I really did like this episode. I mean, it was creepy seeing uh, evil Yuki going around. Oh, yeah, especially when she was it's in like, it's like a It's like a serial killer movie where you just see someone slowly going mad or something. Yeah, and the the white face made me think about the um, Mike Myers, or I'm sorry, Michael Myers from the yes. Halloween movies. That's that's a super creepy look. Yeah, but with the hair, it also made me think like Michael Myers like had a kid with the girl from The Ring. Yeah, yeah, it did look kind of like that. Which is kind of a horrifying thought. Especially the way she was, um, the way the actress was moving around and her hair was all over the place. She she really looked insane. And that's appropriate because this is like her dark evil side getting power. 
So do you, do you think that the um, all her craziness as uh, Yuki, regular Yuki or whatever, can be attributed to the star calf and we'll see her being super serious from now on or what? It could be. I mean, maybe just, you know, the nature of being Gemini. She's got two sides to her and sometimes one's more out than the other. I mean, earlier on in the series, she was a lot more serious and knowledgeable. And later on in the series, she kind of descended into babbling madness. That's true. Especially during that space trial where she was praying to the rocket god with her puppet. Yeah, that was odd. I'm pretty sure that that was the other side taking over. Yeah, you would hope so. I mean, that's uh, certainly not normal behavior. But then again, her parents aren't very normal. So can you blame uh, can you blame <laughs> well, the Gemini inside her? You, you can't blame anyone when your father's Dr. Mackey. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's what happened after he got sucked into the portal at the end of O's. <laughs> yeah, we thought he was destroyed, but actually... He time-traveled, right? He time-traveled, went insane, became a parent. I actually think um, sometimes parenting leads to insanity, but that's a subject for a different day. <laughs> Another podcast. Okay. Um, did you have any more thoughts? Well, you know, I mean, it's it's interesting to see, like, uh, the power used for the uh, supernova was actually creating a twin. I mean, it's kind of appropriate. Definitely. Although it's explosive twin, so that's kind of interesting. Yeah, I wonder where they got the whole like Harlequin clown theme for the Libra. I'm sorry, dang it, ugh, for Gemini because you know she's throwing playing cards and it looks like a clown basically, uh, and that's I don't know, that's a really interesting look. I have no idea. I, I think they were going for something that was kind of a creepy, borderline insane. And if you've ever seen a jester, I mean, not a clown but a straight up jester, they they are quite insane looking. Yeah, well, they're definitely creepy. I mean, I can uh, remember being afraid of Piedmon as a little kid, so. Yeah, kind of like along those lines, a little bit nutso. I mean, I've never had the fear of clowns, but they are, at least if not scary, insanely creepy. Like serial killers and shit. Yeah, most definitely. To be a very, very special man to go around with the flower squirting people and throwing playing cards and just dancing around in makeup. Yeah, it's uh, it definitely gives off creepy vibes. So, I mean, it was a good, it was effective. It was a very effective use or uh, choice to go with that. They could have gone. They could have gone. A, they could have gone a Dark Knight Joker on us and had her to just cut a smile into her face. Yeah, that would have been nasty. <laughs> now that would have been a little bit beyond kid show, but that would have been creepily awesome. <laughs> just have a, you, you have a giant scar across her face for the rest of the series. Yeah, that would be sick. <laughs> like, like, like it's the twin that does it, but when she's defeated and returns, the scar appears on her face, a reminder of the dark times. That would be nasty. I was. Um, this, this is why I can't write a kids show because I would do crap like that. Well, you could just write, write an, uh, a third or a second sequel rather to Garo. <laughs> why not? It, it, it can be t- called Too Faro, and it can have all sorts of crazy things going on for all the adult Toku fans. Uh, I don't know how far it's too far for those crowds. Yeah, <laughs> prison might not be far enough for those two. <laughs> Um, did you, uh, get any creepy vibe from Gamo himself when he was, not coming on to her, but when he was talking about her as being so, uh, precious to him and how she's his and... Okay, and, and she was in the Leia pose from Return of the Jedi, getting her head stroked. Yeah. That was kind of creepy. All that was missing was the uh, metallic bikini, which I wouldn't <laughs> complain about. Well, they, they went black instead later on in, the, in episode 44, um, which I guess maybe we should move on to that one. Maybe. And now it's time for Kamen Rider Forze, episode 44, Ceremony of Celestial Fate. 
Jose runs to a blown-up meteor who has dehensioned Ryusei. Gemini snuggles up to Sagittarius, who tells the Commander Club that he and Gemini are going to take leave now to seek out the presenters, and that Yuki only has 12 hours until the weaker Yuki fades away. Jose uh, Cosmic States runs uh, over to and apologizes uh, profusely to uh, Ryusei while Kengo wonders where Yuki is going and what or who are the presenters. Gintaro dehensions and searches for Yuki, calling out to her from on top of a bridge uh, under which she is hiding and cowering, trying to hide her face from her friends. Yuki kneels at her master's feet while Gama pets her. She then gets up and rants about seeing her light half die and descending to the stars. Tatsugami notes that Gama must really like Yuki. Uh, I'm, I'm shocked he's not jealous. Uh, and Libra says he's never heard the voice of the stars. Gamo instructs Libra to hurry and find Pisces while speaking uh, condescendingly of him to his pet uh, because Hayami does not hear the voice from space and Hayami wonders if Gamo only needs his switch and not him as a person slash monster slash horse witch finder. The Kamaria Club meets up to report that they can't find Yuki and that Tomoko is taking care of Yusei in the hospital. Kengo tells the Kamaria Club about Emoto having named uh, the presenters presenters and uh, that most Zodiarts uh, could probably hear the call of this sentient space being or beings. Um, Yuki goes home to find Dark Yuki eating and having fun with her family. Dark Yuki taunts Yuki about how she's going to take over her life until she's distracted, and uh, Yuki, Light Yuki, steals the horse switch and runs off. Yuki is found by the Comrade Club, who calls her an imposter and surrounds her so that Gintaro can unleash the rage of burning friendship. She pleads for them to stop, but can't remember their names. Cowering in fear and confusion, she switches on and, and uh, or Forze, actually, uh, claw, chainsaw, spike, scissor, li- limit breaks her, but Kengo stops um, him from destroying her, sensing that she is the real Yuki. Dark Yuki grabs the horror switch and uh, runs off. Sort of. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure if it's sensing if you just notice the fact that she's just laying there being beaten without doing anything. Yeah, well, maybe, um, the maybe fact they're that not that smart. The, the fact that she's just kind of trying to run away and not fighting and getting kicked and crying, you know. I thought that would have been the first clue, but I guess you can't expect high-riding in a kid's show. Well, or if she's faking, uh, she might take the beating until she's destroyed, which would defeat the purpose of faking. Hmm. Okay, good point. Yeah, after that point where she's just laying down on the ground, you'd think, yeah, maybe I should pick up the switch first and then question it. <laughs> Yeah, and she spent about five minutes at a long distance away from the Switch at any time before they could have just jumped over the grabbed it game over. Yeah, I thought that was odd. That Like, what's he going to do? Is he going to kill her? her personally? I thought he just needs to take away the Switch. Ultimate problem solved. Yeah. He clicked the Switch. The switch is gone. Boom. Yeah. And there's a Switch you can't get. Yeah, and then you uh, throw Gamma's plans into, uh, well, you throw a monkey wrench into them. I, I, I should be the star of Forza. I just solved all their problems. But you're not Japanese enough, that's the problem. Don't need to know Nihon Go to push a button. <laughs> okay, uh, Leo and Libra abduct Yuki to be sacrificed at a ceremony for Dark Yuki's birth. Uh, we get a flashback with Gintaro and Yuki as kids where she tells Gintaro that she can hear a voice from space and they made a promise to each other, um, though again forgot what it was. Finally, Gintaro finds the memento box um, thanks to Grandpa Goro, uh, who we see for you know, 30 seconds sleeping. Uh, Jake, Shun, and Mew try to save Yuki, slash encourage her to fight, but Sagittarius has frozen them in place, and Yuki accepts uh, her shadow, or uh, acknowledges that Dark Yuki is part of her, and is ready to give up when 
uh, Gintaro shows up and apologizes and presents the um, ticket uh, to ride into space that she made for him long ago so that he could get closer to uh, space to hear the voice like she does when she becomes an astronaut. Uh, Yuki sheds a tear and regains her face. Uh, Dark Yuki switches on to try to o- to uh, reverse it, but the power of friendship has helped Yuki overcome her dark half. Leo attempts to kill Yuki to let Dark Yuki live. Uh, Libra slinks away as Leo form changes into Capricorn, and Gemini grabs Forze to guarantee that the hit connects. Kengo is in close proximity to Forze and turns away reflexively to shield himself from the attack, which seemingly hits a force field or is deflected somehow. Sagittarius notices this and says... That power, could it be? And teleports away with Leo. Gemini goes supernova, but her ability is neutralized by the meteor storm switch when Ryusei and Tomoko arrive suddenly. Forza Cosmic States then throws the energy back at her and warps her out into space for the finisher. Leo somehow retrieved the horror switch, and Libra leaves Gamo's office worried that once he finds Pisces, he'll be doomed. Uh, Yuki hands out more space tickets, including a couple ticket for Tomoko and Ryusei. And then, uh, I guess I'll just put this here, uh, next week, uh, apparently Libra defects to save his own skin, and Ran, friend of Muska, uh, or the Muska Zodiac, turns out to be Pisces. Or maybe. Yeah, maybe. We'll, we'll see. They, they do tend to fake out a lot on the show. Yeah, they do, so I wonder if it's going to be somebody else. I, I mean, c- there, there were sayings that uh, Kingo's name did, did have a peace system there. Yeah, I kind of wondered about him, too, because, like, the last scene of the episode, or almost the last scene, anyway, it, like, kind of closes, the camera closes up on his face, and you hear, like, a little star ping, and I don't think it was the um, ping before the next episode, I think it was something else, and he, it looks like he deflected an attack somehow. I'm thinking that, I'm thinking that he's got the uh, core switch, and he doesn't even know it. Yeah, that's, maybe, but, I mean, what is that? which Which I think is supposed to represent the sun. Oh, around which everything revolves. Yeah, where, where all the uh, all the, uh, the the zodiac constellations get their power. Hmm. Very interesting, and that's why the zodiac attack uh, or the horse attack. Because remember, him. they they wanted Capricorn around because he could uh, he could find the uh, switch. Right. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that. I just wondered. Um, I mean, I've been certain for a little bit that there's something special about Kengo. But I just wasn't sure, you know, is it this core switch and what does the core switch mean? And But I, I like that. That's interesting that it was Capricorn again who did the attack. So I almost even wonder, was Capricorn trying to attack? Um, or was he going off of a hunch that Gamma had told him earlier, hey, check out this Kengo kid? Um, Maybe. We, we don't know. It's going to be very interesting to find out. It's also going to be interesting to see uh, Libra try to save his ass. It's not even a redemption. I'm working with the heroes to redeem myself. It's I'm working with the heroes because I don't want to die. Oh, uh, yeah, and I, I think that's great. I'm really happy that it isn't but for noble reasons. It's just he doesn't want to die. That, that's a perfectly re- reasonable reason to side with the heroes. You don't want to die. Your boss tends to get, you, get, you, get your teammates killed. You know you're going to lose your worth in about five minutes, so why not? Yeah, I mean, especially if he's a bad guy. And, um... Just to, you know, randomly reference Power Rangers, uh, I've been watching, I, I watched Wild Force, uh, just finished it like last week, and, um, you know, Chindrax and whatever the lady, Toxica, get redeemed or whatever, sort of. Um, 
And it's just like, you know, that, that kind of happens a lot. You know, the Z-Wave redeemed Redin's Z, and it's just like, can we not can we not redeem our villains? Can they just die? Um, even if they do some good things, can they still die because they've just suffered oh, the consequences apparently, of their actions? Apparently their kid was not redeemed. Oh, right, yeah. Their kid who they had afterwards or before or something? Well, but maybe, maybe, the, maybe the, the alien slash space witch slash whatever the hell Zed was, DNA still was in them even if they looked normal. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe uh, maybe they had the kid out of wedlock, you know, years before um, he came and took over the uh, Earth operation. It, it, it kind of would have to be years because of how old he is. Right, exactly. And, I mean, they're evil, so it's not like they have a moral sense of, um, you know, that they should that they should be abstinent before they get married. The kid was just off somewhere at the time. Yeah, exactly. He was, off, he was off at evil preschool when it happened. <laughs> maybe he was. Maybe it was evil middle school, which could be even worse. <laughs> Who knows? Or, or he could have been at an evil petting zoo. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> an evil petting zoo? <laughs> I don't know. You know, who knows? Evil middle school, you know, the fighting Hitlers. Yeah, exactly. That would, that would be a great team. <laughs> you know what? That, that, that actually needs to be a Power Rangers special. Evil middle school. That would be Where all the villains start. I, I think they could definitely pull it off. Now I guess we need to talk a little more about the episode. Yeah, continue that discussion. I mean, it's it's really cool to see like uh, all these absurd links that uh, Sagittarius is going to get his plan in action. Yeah, do you have any personal theory? Because we haven't really seen anything in the show, unfortunately, about what his plan is. I mean, what does he want? <laughs> Well, from what I gather, since people are not needed, but the switches are, he's going to use the switches to unlock something, or obtain something, or find something. And he has mentioned something about how you know, he's an archer, pierced, you know, seeking to pierce the truth. You know, the truth about the universe can be unlocked by unlocking this thing that he's trying to unlock, the MacGuffin. He, he, he's going to go out into space once he gets all these powers. I mean, he's got to have something planned. Yeah, he does. I just hope, I don't know, I hope it's not a letdown. Um... It doesn't seem like it's world domination quite, um, but he's definitely... I mean, he mentioned something in this episode about how he appears... You know, now he's alone because um, Dark Yuki got destroyed, or Gemini got destroyed, whatever, and now he seems to be the only human adequate to represent uh, the human race. And it's like, who's he representing us to? And it, it kind of made me think about how we sent like a bunch of classical music and you know pictures of artwork, you know, like... Van Gogh or, you know, name whatever famous artist you want to. Right. Um, we sent all these representations of humanity out into space to try to impress the uh, alien, our alien overlords. And, um, like, does he have a similar goal? Does he want to ascend to this so that he can go out and find, you know, somebody else and say how great we are? Or what do you think about that? Well, fr- fr- from, what I, from what I gather, I mean, he said he heard the voice of the stars too, like Yuki did. So he met, something must have contacted him. And he's got these weird powers. I mean, something must have given him these powers and driven him batshit insane. And I'm pretty sure that it just doesn't just randomly happen. Right. Yeah, and it's always seemed strange to me that, like, well, why do the why do the zodiac zodiac switches automatically turn somebody evil? Why does gaining you know inhuman power make you evil necessarily? Unless. The you know this voice maybe is giving people the power, and the voice itself is evil and wants bad things. Or may or maybe it's just the old adamant of uh, power corrupts. Yeah, it could be that. 
and look, look, it, it kind of reminds me of a double in a way, because you know you had the uh, people who were directly shooting up their veins with a power, literally a drug uh, reference there. Mm-hmm. They were going mad versus uh, people who were maintained control were using the drivers, and they were kind of like uh, filtering it through. Yeah, you do kind of have that. You can take this power raw, and it drives you mad, or you can filter it through something that makes you powerful. Uh, you, you have a level of control, right? It's it's like uh, with uh, it's like you see how, uh, or even going into O's, how the greeds were so insane with their uh, desires. Yet you've got a uh, O's who normally used his uh his device and was pretty much control, at least except until he had those uh those dinosaur ones shoved into him. Right. Kind of goes into that vibe for me. It's like uh, it's like they're using the same power source for these past two series. I'm noticing. But there's just something different, something that's affecting them. It's, it's like they're they're using they're using it pure, but it's too much for them to handle. It's messing with their minds. Right, and I, I think that's definitely a, a callback, and maybe it's like a I was gonna say a callback to the original, but even taking a little bit of a darker path where he was one of their soldiers, but he deflected or defected rather, and um, but you know he always stayed noble and pure, and never really got this uh, darkness in him. You know, which is interesting that Gintaro really hasn't seemed to be affected um, by the power at all. Yeah, it's the funny. It's the funny thing. Thus far, he's the most normal common rider, relatively <laughs> speaking. I am not speaking of his mental health, but right. But most common riders, there's something weird about them. I mean, it, double. You got the thing with you got the thing with uh, our little buddy who's not really there. You know, that whole thing with Philippe. Right. Philippe. I'll call him Philippe. That'll be fun. Well, uh, there's the, there's the thing with the, Edgy and his uh, suddenly becoming a greed. That was very strange. Don't even get me started on Decade Destroyer of Worlds. Right. The poor bastard who can't walk can't walk five feet into a town without someone saying that uh, that, that weird-ass uh, guy running around is like, Hey, someone told me you were evil, so I'm going to fight you because they whispered it in my ear. It totally right. means they're right. Well, of course it does. People who whisper are always telling the truth. I, I, I can't think of a single writer who is really normal. Yeah, every time I look, every time I look back, there's someone, there's something weird about them. I mean, I mean, you got, you got, you got, you got, you got Kiba, who's the Fang Pirate guy. You've got the guy from Dino, who's the uh, Singularity Point. I'm, I, I, I only know enough about Fives, you know, it's, it's depressing as shit for a reason. Yeah, um, that's a, it's a good ride though. And, and all the, all the early riders were cyborgs. Right. Which I, you know, I, I'm a little. I don't like that they've strayed so far away from the cyborg thing. Although I guess how many times can you go back to that same well? But um, I guess I guess we can call uh, Jack a common artist as well. The cyborg transforming people. Yeah, that's true. But it, it's uh, it's just, it's just very interesting to see how weird all these characters have been. And guitar is relatively normal at this point, which makes me think something's got to be coming up. Yeah, it, they, I can't. I, I can't think of any series that's really strayed from something weird is going on with this character. Well, right. And, and, you know, these, back... these these series have these characters because they're so blatantly bizarre that they're the the chosen writer. Right. And back a while ago, there was that whole thing about his parents. You know, his dad was like, "Yeah, the power of friendship. You should totally believe in that. That's really important." Well, that, that's got to be really important for a reason, and we better be seeing that. You know, next episode, or else I'm I'm going to start getting mad. I mean, he can't just be an average Joe. I mean, he, he he tamed the power of all the all the astral switches. He, he combined them into his body. There's got to be something special about him. 
I almost want to say that he's like an experiment or something that like his parents created him in a lab to be able to handle the he's cosmic energy. You, baby. No, really, I, I, I feel like that. That, that may be true. It, it might be. I mean, it, it's just, it's just weird thinking back and then thinking now, and it's like there's got to be something we're missing. I mean, there's just gotta. But what? I mean, admittedly, some of these things wait a little while before they come. To be clear, I mean, with uh, Philip and Edgy, you didn't know their 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 situations until later. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I heard those things came late in the series, but I mean, I thought they came a little. There was a little more foreshadowing, and I hope that you know, for the sake of the writing uh, a of the little, show, a little to a little to a degree, but they really did. They really were stuff that was there later. I mean, with with the edgy situation, his wasn't a, a naturally occurring situation that just happened to happen to him by accident. Right. I mean, and you did get a glimpse of that, I think, in the first episode. Maybe it was the second episode of O's, but you, you get a glimpse definitely early on that something bad happened, and, you know, maybe that's why he's fighting, but... Well, he, he's fighting because of the traumatic events that happened in his life, but... But he, but then the the thing where he becomes a greed kind of comes out of nowhere. Oh, right, right. Because okay. they pulled out those old, those uh, sealed away... Uh, core switches, one breaks, and then half of them go into one guy, half of them go into the other, and they kind of fight to see who's uh, going to become the greed. Right, because there can be only one, right? Highlander rules, or, or Thunderdome, whichever you prefer. Right. Okay, well, um, I guess we'll call it Colton, uh, so yeah. we'll say goodbye to the audience then? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's been fun, you know, talking about the stuff. I mean, there's a lot of stuff to look forward to, and, you know, we might do more topics like this even on weeks where we have episodes because, you know, sometimes you just want to talk about interesting stuff. Yeah, that would be cool. If something pertinent comes up, we can uh, dive into that. It's all good for me. All right. Bye. <laughs> I guess that's all, folks. And back to nine. And now it is time for for the feedback segment. And check it out. I had, at no point in this episode started a segment with "That's right." So ha, 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 ha suck ha, it, ha, me. Ha. Um, our our first piece of feedback is an email from Ethan Daniels, who we told to email us. <laughs> he says, "Hey guys, this is me emailing you. You happy? Kind of don't know what to say here. I already share a lot of my thoughts with you on Twitter. This is kind of awkward, but hey, you asked for this." So, let's see. What could I talk about? Um, ah, yes. Here we go. Since it's been confirmed that the second season of Megaforce, which hopefully will be a true PR season instead of a stupid little 20 episodes with a slightly altered subtitle, is going to be based on Gokaiger, which legends that aren't Tommy, since Tommy shouldn't be allowed to come back for the sake of everyone else in Power Rangers, especially the Megaforce Rangers, do you think should return from each season? Again, no Tommy. I reiterate, no Tommy. And because I know you guys will try it despite my restrictions, no Tommy. So, uh, Tommy's gonna have to come back, obviously. Um, uh, I'd have to say, uh, specifically, uh, well, we gotta have Tommy Oliver come back, we have the White Stranger come back, we need to have, uh, Tom Oliver from the, uh, 1700s come back, well, we need to have, uh, the Dream, the Dream Zeo Tommy from, uh, that whole Dream sequence come back, well, we need to have, uh, Dr. T- Dr. Tommy Oliver come back, because, you know, once you've had a doctor, you're a completely different person, and then, of course, Jason David Frank's gotta be the sixth ranger of the group, just because he is himself a legend. Um... So, so I, th- I think I just reiterated my uh, my Power Rangers team back from like that, <laughs> that one email years ago or months ago. Years ago, yeah, more like last year. 
Um, so I guess we have been going for more than a year now. That's weird. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. So obviously, as much as as much as you don't want Tommy to come back, like he's the only non-Red Ranger in the mural of Red Rangers. He is a number. He was at least two Red Rangers, and plus the first six Ranger, the second six Ranger. Right. No, but like there's 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 a mural for like they did that whole mural of Red Rangers at at San Diego Comic Con, and uh, the only non-Red Ranger was Tommy as the White Ranger. Like there, and, and he was also the Zero Ranger, and he was at least briefly the Turbo Ranger. Although we'll give that, of course, to TJ. They're 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 like they're like hyping. White Ranger Tommy as like the the representative of season two. Oh, so uh, the only difference between season one and season two, at least for season three, you can throw in the uh, the Alien Rangers. Right. So they're definitely um Tommy. Tommy's is Tom. Like they're they're going to have Tommy at some point in in the show. Uh, also, he's he is he is a legend. Uh, but for season one, um, obviously, well, uh, they're not going to have obviously Twee Trang. Uh, unfortunately, oh, uh, unless they've got a very, a very interesting new Zen, technology no, no, available, no, no, I don't we're not, think we're not, he's going to be coming uh, on the show. Yeah, to, to the Tupac, Tupac uh, uh, holograms technology. Of course, no. Uh, well, so, I mean, uh, if, if they if they're really good with puppetry and uh, grave digging, then there's a, a okay, horrible nope, option. Nope, but, nope. This is, no, no, no. We're not going to do that. So, so obviously, uh, Tui Trang's out. Uh, I think David Yost. <laughs> Weak we at Trini's. David Yost is probably oh god. David Yost is prob- <laughs> probably will, will not want to return. Um, well, he, he did the DVD thing. You never know. I mean, we'll have to watch the DVD with his interview to see if he. Uh, I don't how he reacts to the show. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't know about. I don't know about. Uh, I don't know about the likelihood of him. Amy Jo Johnson has a career, uh, so that she's leaves, out. That <laughs> leaves Austin St. John, Walter Emmanuel Jones, and Jason David Frank. Uh, I think all Jason three David, of those guys, I'm pretty sure, would love to come back. I think they're going to use Jason David Frank for season two. And uh, Walter Jones was at the Power Rangers panel at San Diego, so I think he's the most likely to come back first to represent season one. And I'm pretty sure Bulk's going to come back to give them the power of Bulk. Yeah, Bulk will probably be around somewhere, maybe. Bulk and Skull. They, they, um, yeah, they got to bring back Bulk. Yeah, do, do all three, Bulk, Skull, and Spike. We get a Jason trio, David, the three Stooges. Jason David Frank will probably be coming back for season two. Uh He'll be coming back several times, I believe. It's like, oh yeah, I wanted to give you, I wanted to make sure you earned the powers. I'm going to give you powers one at a time over a series of episodes. I mean days. So uh, I don't, I don't know what they're doing for, um, well, for you know they could do that. They could do the six ranger scene that they did with, uh, with Guy, where uh, he gives him the power related to his suit that he's in the green suit, and then later on he comes back as Zeo, you know. What? So I don't, I don't know what they, what they'll want to do for the, um, for season three. Uh, obviously, they'll, they'll probably do an Alien Ranger thing and Ninjor. Uh, maybe. I don't even know if they'll do an Alien Ranger thing. So, I don't know. Ninjor's probably well, going to come they back. They've got to do something for that the season. Footage has. And uh, they got to bring back Ninjor because he's kind of the power. Right. He's, yeah, he's in the footage. Uh, he, so, he fights with them. He's got to come back. So, I don't, I don't know if they'll bring back an Alien Ranger or what. But, so that's. I'm, sure, I'm, sure, I'm sure Orko's doing nothing. Uh, I, I think for Zeo, uh, they're probably going to bring back either Cat. Or Adam, because they had to bring back Adam at some point, and I, I think I feel like they had to bring back Adam at some point. They might not bring him back at all. Um, well, they kind of got it. He was, he was the fifteenth anniversary guy. They kind of have to, right? Adam, yeah, Adam, Adam's Adam, well, he's the second most prolific range after Tommy. So exactly, uh, he's prolific. So, In fact, right, there's an episode he's, that is just uh, Tommy and Adam just teaming up. So Adam's 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 pretty big in, in the in the fandom, and also he's. Johnny Young Bosch is a pretty, you know, pretty big in lots of other fandoms as well. He's, he's a major uh, voice actor, and he's got his own band. And also, Catherine Sutherland is Australian. 
So I think she she probably lives there right now at some point. Maybe she's Australian, so she clearly lives in New Zealand. Well, but in you know, Australia isn't that much of a isn't that far from New Zealand is what I'm saying. It's easier to fly someone in from. It's easier to fly someone in from Australia than it is to fly them in from New Zealand. Fly an SB Sosuke. Go Kai Fire. Um, as for as for Turbo, uh, Turbo could go any anyway. They, 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 they should they could they should do Jesse just to bring bring him in as the uh, the grown up Ranger who uh, yeah I think, I think is a kid doing thing and now he's a man ready to go out again. And this time he doesn't have with, to grow in size in the footage if he wants to transform. They'll either go with Justin or they'll go with TJ. Justin or uh, TJ. Well, they they could do they could do t- they could bring in TJ for you know uh, for in space, but they probably do Andros. Uh, for in space, they're probably going to go with Andros. Yeah, Andros. And a- and maybe... Andros. For some reason, I'm teaching a school. That's no reason related to uh, any stock footage or any and- previous series. In Andros and, poss- and possibly uh, possibly Ashley, since they had a thing, they might get married. I don't know if if she's around. Uh, as for for Lost Galaxy, like I don't know anything about Lost Galaxy, but. Uh, I think the guy who played Damon, the, the Green Ranger, I think he is, he's, he's, uh, I think he's probably, he might, might, might want to return. Uh, there's also always Leo, but I think he didn't have, he was, I think he retired. Or maybe it, it, he isn't was, he the one who's now living in my state? I have no owning idea. Owning a small business? I have no idea. One of the idea. Rangers owns a small business not far from, not far from where I live. I, I, I know, I know Steve Cardenas has a dojo. Um, and then, and then there's, uh, I guess, and I guess Leo. I think Leo's retired, and I don't think he's gonna come back. There's also uh, 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 Kai. I think is, was the Blue Ranger, or they get one of the female Rangers. I really don't know what, what they'll do with Lost Galaxy. Uh, Lightspeed, uh, Lightspeed. I also have no idea. Maybe they'll they'll bring back the Pink Ranger. Maybe the maybe the maybe the Titanium Ranger because he was the American exclusive. Of course, uh, that could be an option. So no idea what they'd be doing with Lightspeed. Uh, was that the light speed was was time force? Um, After light speed was time force. Time force. It was time I guess for it, time force. Uh, time force. They'll they'll. Now time force is is questionable. They they could do the future thing and use trip or or uh, uh, the other guy. I don't remember his name. I think uh, Lucas. Lucas uh, Michael Capone. But I think Michael or Copon. I don't know. But I think that, that Michael Michael Copon. Uh, or Capone or whatever is do has done other things like he is a little big time now, uh, so he might he might not come back, uh, or they could always just go with Wes or Eric, uh, who are in the current times. Uh, apparently, uh, the guy who played uh, the Red Lightspeed Ranger, Carter Grayson, retired. Oh, did he? Okay, two thousand five is the last time he's been in anything. Huh. Um. I mean, and, and then all off obviously retiring doesn't preclude you from coming back because a lot of Sentai heroes that retired as well and they came back because it's like, it's like if you give me money i'd be glad to come back well that and also because it's like you know it was, it was a big part of their career um let's see uh af- after lights after a uh, time force was wild force ricardo medina might come back as cole we've had him come back already as as decker so he might come back as cole uh that or, or possibly uh uh I think any of the rangers come back could come back from Lightspeed uh, from from Wild Force, honestly. That makes sense. Um, Ninja Storm, Ninja Storm. If they want to, if they want to go with the footage, then they have to bring back all three. Yeah, that's what they seem to do when they do this. Uh, and 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 so. Uh, oh, uh, that's who. Zane, the sixth ranger from in space. He lives in Oklahoma. Okay. Okay. 
Um, I'm going to go drive to Zane's house. That's creepy. Uh, get him in, get an interview for the show. It's like, I forgot uh, Oklahoma, too. Oh, hey, <laughs> and, uh, so, so yeah, so I think, I think, uh, for, for, I think all the Ninja Storm Rangers live, live in Australia or from Australia. Uh, actually, maybe, maybe the Yellow Ranger might be, no, no, I think, I think all the three, the main three are from Australia. Uh, and then, and then, uh, Green Ranger and Navy, Thun- Navy Thunder Ranger are both Canadian. Um, They're both Canadians. Uh, for Dino Thunder, there's always Tommy again, but uh, the other th- <laughs> even uh, more Tommy. Kira uh, Emma Lahana has a career in America right now. Um, well, you never know. Some of these guys might come back just because they enjoy it. Right, but uh, career in America is maybe who wants to go back to Australia? But I don't know. She, she's, or, or, she has- or in the case of Amy Joe Johnson, Power Rangers. <laughs> I never did anything involving that. But I guess Emma Lahana is actually a Kiwi, so she might actually just go back to New Zealand or do that. Um, and then, and then uh, the guy who played Connor is uh, shoot, I, I know his name, James Napier. Uh, he is um, he lives, I think, still in, in Australia, New Zealand. So he might want to come back. Uh, the guy who played Ethan is Canadian, so I don't know about him. And also the guy who played Trent. Mm. Uh, as for SPD, I know the guy who played Jack and the guy who actually all the male Rangers were Canadian. No, they they uh, they 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 still got back former Green Ranger turned uh, Blue Ranger turned Red Ranger. Right, right, yeah. So. Uh, oh yes, oh, yes. All the, uh, the the head range, the Red Ranger retires, so the two male Rangers get promoted, but the females are stuck in their place because they don't have a female s- suit for that. Uh, and also, I think. Yeah, so I, th- I think I think probably they're going to probably bring back Sky or Bridge. No, you know what would be the uh, easiest thing to do? Bring back Doggy. Yeah. Well, yeah. He's, just just his, dub his, over. <laughs> just dub over a suit actor. It's done. Well, and his voice actor is also uh, Australian as well. So, but it's a lot easier um, to record just you know a voice than getting someone in for actual filming. Uh, Mystic Force was the first completely down under cast, so they're they're all possibilities. Uh, they might just bring back Nick. Uh, let's see uh, who who else. Um, well, they ha- they have a whole a- magical knot family, so. Over Overdrive was also a completely down under cast. I think they're gonna bring back Mac for that one. But he became a real boy. Uh, who, who was was after Overdrive? After Overdrive was uh, was Jungle Fury, another completely down under cast. They'll probably bring back Casey. I have not seen Jungle Fury, but I have seen RPM and damn it, <laughs> bring back everyone's favorite Black Ranger. RPM's another completely down under cast, and they'll they'll probably half of them are actually successful. Uh, yeah, Scott's successful. Dylan's successful in Australia. Summer is doing things. So uh, I'd say Ziggy or or Flynn. Well, get back, back Agadarville. I mean, he he unofficially did the voice of himself. Yeah, but he wouldn't be able to show up like as Scott Truman though. Like he'd he'd have to be suit only, and that wouldn't make sense. Well, technically, they they could do it if they uh, if they paid him union prices. I mean, technically, uh, wouldn't they have to do that with half of the Rangers that have been in the business for like twenty years? Uh, not necessarily. Because, a bunch of the other because a bunch n- of the number of them probably joined the union. Yeah, I, I guess, but a bunch of them probably might have might have been in or left or whatever. I think I think a lot of them are like I think uh, I think Jason David Frank is union. Actually, I think yeah, I think they had. To, but I, th- but I but think it, they're willing to pay for Jason David Frank. So yeah, so I don't I don't know how how, how the whole thing will, will work like that, but um. And then obviously for Samurai they're all non-union, and uh, and so it depends on, on whether whether 
what what they're doing with Megaforce, Super Megaforce, that kind of stuff, whether or not um by the way, Super Megaforce is definitely tentative. Uh whether whether or not the Megaforce team has become the Super Megaforce team or not. Uh if if they do, then Samurai will just be a regular team up and they'll bring back the entire team. If they don't, then hopefully they won't bring back Kimberly Crossman. Why? Uh because because we don't because kids don't care. Well the kids can't care because they haven't seen her yet. No, kids won't kids won't care about Kimberly Crossman. They'll, they'll care about Alex Hartman, they'll care about Hector David Jr. Well, you never know. They'll well, just have to probably care about they'll probably care about Najee Dichiesh for some reason. Um That's because Najee's funny in an insane way. He's really not. Hopefully they'll hopefully they'll bring back uh, Hector David Jr. or He's awesome. probably probably Alex Hartman. Yeah, Alex is pretty good. I mean, he, they give him criticism, but he's he's a fine Red Ranger. He, he was no, kind of stuffed with not. a certain questionable quality, but you know, I think in a better written series, he could have done fine. Um. So yeah, I guess that was like a mini topic in itself. Uh. And then obviously for for if if Super Megaforce and Megaforce are separate things, then the Megaforce team will return for Super Megaforce. I, I, I like the idea that they're both separate teams in the same series for Super Megaforce. Ten Rangers yeah. all the time. Yeah, but that's not. Plus, returning old Rangers. Shut, shut up! Just shut up, Colton. <laughs> just have, just have Super Megaforce on one side, just, just, uh, just, just, Megaforce just on the other side, and in between, just like four clones of Tommy transforming. Colton, if people want to, oh, hold on, and we have a we Tommy have come a, back. There, I defied your email. Tommy, come back. You can blame it all on me. Uh, we had an we had an, uh, a tweet coming in from uh, this just in. Um, from Sentai Ranger 35, Breaking Benjamin news. Williams. He says, Why is Saban screwing up? Sorry, I mean, combining two seasons of Sentai again. Ghost Hager can't be the same as Gokaiger. Um, couldn't we make the argument I that, would... uh, couldn't we make the argument that, uh, Z Ranger could have been Die Ranger, could have been Cocky Ranger? Yeah, I mean, they, they, could, they could easily be the same. Uh, I mean, personality wise, think... the stun actors might be a little bit different, but Saban has been willing at times to completely use almost no stock footage whatsoever. They, I think they could. They could be, I mean, the whole the, the whole two. Mighty Morphin thing was a uh, was a here, here's Zoo Ranger Zoo Ranger suits mixed with Die Ranger suits using Cocky Ranger uh, mech fights while doing original <laughs> film fights. Yeah. So that's 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 yeah. I I I think I think obviously I don't really want them to combine them either, but they could. It's not really. They, they, they've, they've done it before. I, I'm just saying it really would be awesome if they could have a, a series that for the first time has two teams together at once. Yeah, but they won't, Colton, so shut up. This is America. This isn't communist China. Uh, no, it's Japan. Uh, also... We're in we Japan! Have, uh, Why didn't anyone tell me? Also, we had a, another tweet from uh, Ethan Daniels who says, Wow, you mentioned Theo's twin brother. Way to remind me of the character I wanted to replace Theo because he wasn't terrible. Uh, because, because Ethan is not a fan of Theo, apparently, uh, as, as he has told us in the past. Uh, but he does apparently, he apparently likes Theo's twin brother, who we mentioned in, in episode 33. I guess you could say he's his anti-theosis. Uh, Colton, if people want to send their emails, where do they send those? If you want to send hate mail for me for making that statement, you can send those to podcastsentai.gmail.com. That's P-O-D-C-S-T-S-E-N-T-A-I at gmail.com. And if they want to send their tweets, where do those go? Uh, at Sentai Ranger. 
with an S at the end, at Sentai Rangers. You, you said Sentai Ranger. Tw- that's twice in a row, Colton. Uh, <laughs> There's my pluralization. I did it twice, so they would pluralize themselves in the past. And if you want to send us a voicemail, that's 662 Sentai Zero. That's 662-736-8240. Uh, I remember, I memorized it now, so yeah. Uh, and... Um, uh, find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Sentai Rangers. Find me on Twitter, twitter.com slash Kuhan. Uh, go to our go to our word uh, our, our website, our WordPress blog page, podcast.wordpress.com. Well, between the recording and the release of this episode, we launched our brand new website at SentaiRangers.com. So go to SentaiRangers.com. That's S-E-N-T-A-I R-A-N-G-E-R-S dot com. And there you can find Sentai News, uh, Power Rangers News. It's, just, it's a brand new website. It's, it's going to be our fan site. I hope it's going to be one of the big ones in the future. So go to SentaiRangers.com. Don't go to PodcastSentai.wordpress.com. Uh, we're going to do a big announcement next episode, but I figured I'd let you guys know before you go to PodcastSentai.wordpress.com and then just get redirected there anyway. So SentaiRangers.com. Check it out. You can There you can donate money. You can get a sponsor spot. Uh, all that stuff. All that good stuff. $15 or more gets you a sponsor spot donated. So uh, So do that. Hey, go to our site. Always welcome to do that if you want. You know, leave comments. Cool. Find our find our threads on Ranger boards or the Green Lantern Corps message board. Uh, Just you know, if you want to, if you want to say hey, ask a question. You know, that's cool. I I, I like responding to fans. Yeah, we like interacting. Colton Colton loves responding to fans, unless you're on Twitter, in which case he hates you. I don't hate you if you're on Twitter. If you're if all I just all the, you to project your thoughts into my mind. All the fans on Twitter, Colton hates you. Just so you know. If if you ha- if you really were fans, then you would project your thoughts directly to my mind, and we become Zen linked. And Colton, if you really loved our fans, you'd join Twitter. Why must you make me join the Twitter? It's the best way to interact I'll, with. I'll fans. join Twitter when it has a longer character limit. That's stupid and ridiculous, and you're an idiot. Uh, YouTube pisses me off with the 500 character limit. That's stupid and ridiculous, and you're an idiot. Most of my YouTube posts end up being two or three. Right, and that's dumb. So, uh, I have a lot to say. Uh, until next time, may the power protect you. Rock You are listening to Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode. Yeah, there we go. That sounds perfect. I don't know why I'm doing my radio voice. It's better than this one. At least I'm not doing this. I don't even know. Like this and is more of a radio voice for the weather. Like this is more of a radio voice than this is, and I don't know why I did this for twenty minutes when I record when we recorded that April Fool's episode. 
I don't know what you were smoking, man, but I wanted some. Okay, we're doing it again. Episode two. Ready? <laughs> yeah. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Sentai Radio. Thank you for having me, Casey Kasem. Yeah. What does sound like? I'm, I'm, to, I, I'm sad that I had to think about that for about three seconds. Like, damn it, I know that name. MC Robin Son- Shaggy. MC Son Goku. Wow, that's funny. And Apparently. DJ Northstar. Yeah. It's the final countdown. <laughs> little little Europa for It's Europe. It's not Europa. We've we've gone through this before. Screw you. I'm listening to the Space Age version of the band. They're Europa. Moon of Jupiter. You get me, Io? Three more Callista. Uh you know what? I'm I'm Ganymede. I'm actually Titan. Yeah. Screw Jupiter. I'm a moon of Saturn. 